Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey everyone, Matt Donald here. Just letting you know once again at the top of the show that I now, as in the last couple months, but now have a Patreon! At patreon.com slash matthewdonald. There you'll find bonus content for The Ritwit and Paleobites, my two shows, but mostly Paleobites. I'm really slacking on Ritwit content. In the Paleobites portion of it, you get bonus episodes about prehistoric animals in popular culture. And this month, we're talking about Dino Island, an obscure 2002 business strategy game that no one but me remembers or likes, but... I love it. Guilty pleasure of mine. You get to hybridize dinosaurs. You can hybridize hybrids. There's billions of possibilities of dinosaurs. It's great. Anyways, check it out. Link is in the description for the Patreon. Thank you for your support, and have a wonderful day. Wonderful day. Uh, It's still COVID times, though, so it can't be too wonderful. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that's kind of like all those true crime podcasts, but the evidence is fossils and the murders happened millions of years ago. My name's Matthew Donald, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined... By, what was it you, you said you were last time? The Overlord of Dinosaurs? Ah, uh, yes, yes. The Overlord and Emperor now. The uh, Overlord uh, and uh, Emperor. Oh, you gave yourself a promotion. Yes, I, I figured I needed a couple more titles eh, on the placards. Ultimate yeah. Supreme <laughs> Executive Chairman Emperor Overlord Lawrence Mack. Hello. Hello. Huh? <laughs> all, <are> all hail. <laughs> yep, how are you, Lawrence? I'm good. How are you, Matt? Pretty good. This is the first time I'm recording episodes in this fancy studio that I've pain for that I was going to use earlier, but, you know, coronavirus. Right, a darn coronavirus. <laughs> Hopefully we don't get uh, affected. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's foreshadowing for what's going on now. Yeah, what's happening? Um, <laughs> Is this a fancy, uh, fancy uh, studio here? It's pretty cool, isn't it? Look, I'm leaning back and I'm pushing the microphone closer to me here like this so I can just relax. Right, and just be comfy. I'm pretty comfy. And so especially the people like working at radio stations or whatever. And yeah. This looks exactly like that. It's really cool. It is really cool. Although, by the way, if uh, since the I record these months ahead of time, hopefully by the time this comes out, coronavirus is, you know, on the outs or we have <laughs> right. a treatment or something. I don't know. Could be like, what's coronavirus? I have... Uh, Heineken's disease now. I think I learned that in my history books of 2020 class where, <laughs> where he's like, was that before or after the bushfires in Australia? <laughs> and, and I thought there was a footnote about murder hornets somewhere. Right. Did dinosaurs? you see that there were uh, 
um, earthquakes in Yellowstone. Oh my gosh, really? I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't see <laughs> this that. This would be a hell of a year for Yellowstone to suddenly erupt. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, it fits with everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Yellowstone finally blows off the face of the planet, and we won't have to worry about coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. At least that's taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right, so I guess I have to, uh, I guess I ask you a dinosaur-related question, rather. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm so leaned back. I'm so relaxed in this studio. I probably shouldn't be doing this. I don't think it's allowed. <laughs> Yeah, I'm but, sure. I mean, they wouldn't give you little reclining chairs if it wasn't that's allowed. That's true. Right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay. I shouldn't be doing it because I don't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. Okay. So if you were um, to uh, face, let's say Charizard, and you only had a real life dinosaur to do it, which one would you use and why? Like in your Pokemon arena, sort of thing. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> my first, my my first thought was like, oh, I got to go, you know, big. Fight fire with fire, go big like a T Rex or something. But obviously, Charizard can fly and yeah. make fire, so I'm not sure that you know a T Rex would do much good. And I was like, oh, maybe go some armored like a like a Kylosaurus, so, yeah. yeah. But then again, it also might be cooked inside its shell. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it was like if it could like repel heat or. Mm. Um, I can't even think of the word that that you know. Yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah, I might have to go with uh, a you know, pterodactyl or something. Well, that wouldn't do much damage. It's so lightly built. Yeah, it has like the like huge long beak. It might be able to like peck at it, you know. <laughs> Annoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, it could ah. fly away from its fire attacks. Like yeah, it's exactly. fast enough and agile enough to do that. Yeah. So. Does anybody like I think Kylosaurus wouldn't be able to attack it or do anything and just sit there <laughs> and you know defeat it, like swing its tail, but Charizard just fly right above it, I feel like. Right. So, oh, that's know, true. Even though it wouldn't do like a whole lot of damage, I feel like I might go with the pterodactyl or some sort of pterodon with that. Oh, you know what? I'm, uh, how big is a Charizard, by the way? Do we know how? I'm mean, guessing Detective Pikachu. It's about the size of a bear. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not dinosaur size, really. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, like a T Rex is definitely going to be like bigger than it. Yeah. So I'm thinking that what would work actually best is the animal we're talking about in this because it's in water, and so it can negate its fire, and it could just go up and chomp. Right? Can it do, like, a water gun, like Squirtle? <laughs> yeah, maybe if it just, like, takes some more scoops up in its big mouth and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that, like, big bulldog mouth. They can just picture, like, a bulldog just opening up its mouth and just... <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, we're talking about Zephactinus today. In uh, the next of our Paleobites X series, uh, we've talked about before Xenosmilus. Uh, not you and I, but another co-host that I've done mm-hmm. this with. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some other cool things like Shibalba Onyx. <laughs> Oh, wow. Is um, that uh, related to uh, Pokemon Onyx since we're talking about Pokemon? Uh, probably. It's evolved form. What type? What type is Onyx? Because <laughs> this is like a ground sloth. Yeah, it's, it's a rock type. Oh, oh okay. It's yeah, like maybe, a, maybe a snake made of rocks. <laughs> right. One of these days we're going to do Xeno Poseidon, but Ooh. I don't know if I have it in this one because I already have another Xeno, and I wanted to be have a bunch of different X right. things. Not all. Right. Got to spread them out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but today we're talking about the giant bulldog fish Zephactinus. Zephactinus. It means sword ray. Sword ray. Now, if I, if somebody were to say this fish is called a sword ray, d- I would not picture Zephactinus. Yeah, it's true because like <laughs> if you look at it, it doesn't have a sword. It's not a swordfish at all, and it doesn't look like a ray. Right. Exactly. I, it's like it's a big chunky. Bulldog fish. <laughs> it's also really fast. I think it could like go in bursts of like thirty to forty miles an hour, not like what? prolonged, but just right. Like, is that 
Is that like, you know, how I get up from the couch? You know, I load out, you know, I have to you know, fart a little bit to get up off the couch. Is that what happens there? <laughs> That's how it uh, speeds up. Just, Something like that. Just, just like, wait a minute, is that the pizza? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> is that joke appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it is an ichthyodectid, which is a family of prehistoric bony fish that thrived in the Cretaceous period. They all went extinct at the end of the Cretaceous period. But there was a whole family of these things. I think Zephectinus was the biggest, but I'm not, don't quote me on that. <laughs> Interesting. So I know that yeah, yeah i've made this reference three times like a bulldog fish that's what we we heard when we looked it up mm-hmm. and it's i mean that's really what it looks like and, you know bulldogs have all those breathing problems and stuff because of smushed faces that kind of you know what happened it couldn't i mean well I you know fish breathe the, through their gills that's but. the thing is they has gills so it didn't breathe through its mouth so it could yeah. afford to have that because it wouldn't need to breathe through its nose right yeah so it could look intimidating like that yeah. right on <laughs> it's like you ever seen like crocodiles and alligators like they just look smug like yeah they yeah. whenever they're like getting in a pool or something they're sneaking in someone's pool they're like hey, hey, i scared everyone off hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> they just look like they just they know there's they people are scared of them and yeah they love exactly it. like when they're chilling in the swamps and people are driving by and you know the the boats or whatever and uh <laughs> <laughs> um, you know they're just they're just chilling they're like yeah, no, I'm bad. <laughs> I think it's because of their sm- their crocodile smiles, you know, the, yeah. those teeth. That's probably why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so it is 15 to 20 feet slash 4.5 to 6 meters long, uh, 1,650 to 2,200 pounds slash 750 to 1,000 kilograms. Uh, it is a carnivore. Uh, most things in the ocean are carnivores, though, actually. There's not a lot of plant food except for, you know, phytoplankton, I guess. <laughs> but Right. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, time mid to late Cretaceous is actually a long genus because it lived 112 to 66 million years ago. Oh, really? Wow. That's a long time. Yeah, I mean, the most of the prehistoric animals in the water lived for long periods of time, right? Remember, just not that's true. Some of them, a lot of them, did. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the the ocean, you know, it doesn't change as much, so right? Can... Which is also weird because just talked about how everything in the ocean eats everything else. So <laughs> that's true, but they also have a lot of babies. You know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it could be like Finding Nemo, whereas the fact that this has like four hundred eggs. <laughs> oh my gosh, is that four hundred? I don't know. That, uh, okay, I'm just... I just picture like these eggs being like I don't know, half a foot in diameter. <laughs> they're so big, something like that. <laughs> And there's, they're just covering the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Is this a small volleyball? What is this? <laughs> and the mosasaurs are like, quick, we got to scoop them up. We can't let them swarm. Right? <laughs> they come and be like, ooh, caviar. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, location, uh, here's one of the reasons why it lives so long. In the United States, Canada, Venezuela, Europe, and Australia. Wow. This thing was everywhere. It's a very successful species. No kidding. Just. Described in 1856, so we've known about it for a while. Oh, interesting. Um, pop culture, yeah. I was saying, I haven't known about it for a while. <laughs> yeah, you've known about it for the last 10 minutes, Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> uh, pop culture appearances, uh, Paleobites' is X-Series, of course, but I also- guess, I heard that's a good one. It is a good yeah, one. I mean, yeah. I, the critics are going all the rage about it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I heard 10 out of 10 stars. <laughs> 10 out of 10 stars. Wow. And the maximum was five stars. Oh, right. See, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's 200% perfect. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. But also, as well as in X-Series, it's in Chased by Sea Monsters, the classic Nigel Marvin time travel documentary. Nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, in, made in conjunction with Walking with Dinosaurs. Yeah, there was a lot of overlap. With yeah. walking with dinosaurs in this, like they had Leopardon, they had a Basilosaurus from Walking with Beasts. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It was pretty cool. Nice. It was a, I've shown you that series, right? Cause it's, yeah. It's so cool. Like, like he goes all the way back to the older Vishian at the beginning, and there's yeah. no plants on the... On the Earth, so he yeah, has to bring a, his own oxygen. Yeah, it's like time travel yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, no, you, you showed me, but I think we've seen bits and pieces of it. Uh, but it's definitely really cool. It's really well set up. Yeah, um, it's really cool. Yeah, there's also movement to make the effect in this the official state fossil of Kansas. So that'd be pretty cool. But there's a movement to do that. There was a movement. There I wasn't was. sure how successful this movement was. I didn't even realize Kansas didn't have a state fossil yet. Most creatures, most states have state fossils. Yeah, I think I, Colorado is Stegosaurus. It is. Yeah, yeah. Colorado's a Stegosaurus. I, I just assumed they already had them, but yeah. Well, maybe maybe it has one, and they're like, no, we want this one to be the state fossil instead. I don't know. Which I'm like, why would this landlocked stand? I'm granted, you know, back during that time, it probably swam around Kansas. So See, I'm that's sure they, I'm glad you asked because back in the Cretaceous period, the middle, the Tornado Alley, the middle of North America was completely <laughs> underwater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's so a, what they called the Narrow Sea, Shallow Sea, something like that, something or like it that, was like yeah. the in, the North American Inland Sea or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, so yeah. it was. I mean, that's why you can find mosasaur fossils in Kansas too. So. Yeah, like up in uh, up in Canada and Alberta, there uh, by the the Rocky Mountains up there, there's mm. a place called the Burgess Shale. Yeah, that's uh, one of the more famous places to find because it was a whole. It was a huge reef mm-hmm. uh, back during the Cretaceous, and so it's filled. Absolutely filled with uh, an abundance of marine fossils. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, they, there's also a lot of marine fossils you can find in the Sahara deserts too, which is kind of cool. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm in a desert. Why am I finding these? You know, shark teeth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> these cones. Are there shell. land sharks here? Man, that's where the land shark came from. <laughs> uh, from the Sahara. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh wow. I got. I gotta avoid the Sahara. I mean, I was going to anyways, but now I'm doubly gonna avoid. Right, exactly. Me and heat don't mix, so I'm not. I Me and heat and that. sharks don't mix either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in the oceans of the Cretaceous, there were a lot of monsters, like a lot. You got mosasaurs, like Mosasaurus and Tylosaurus. You got pliosaurs, like Chronosaurus. Pliosaurs are like short-necked plesiosaurs, but oh. with big heads. Like Le- Leoplerodon is a pliosaur. So. You got wow. plesiosaurs like Elasmosaurus and Styxosaurus. Sticks like river sticks. It's oh, okay. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. You got sharks like the small but bloody persistent Hybotus. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was from the Permian all the way to the end of the Cretaceous. That was a long oh, that was genus. a long one, yeah. Sharks are always long. <laughs> yeah. They are. Oh, that's what she said. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the giant squid... Uh, wait, wait, no, hold on. There was a giant, you, 
I, I, I went forward in my notes. There was Hybotus and also the giant shark Creto is Cretoxyrhina. Cretoxyrhina. What yeah. a name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then you got giant squids like Tuso Toothius. <laughs> Do squids even have teeth? No, it's spelled T E U T H I S. It looks like, but I think it's pronounced Toothis. They have, toothis. yeah, they have beaks. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, Although, they have like. The, I don't know. I don't know if this is just me picturing it weird, but I feel like you know, in some some animals that have beaks have like little ridges that aren't necessarily teeth, but you could like think of them as teeth. Right. Like, is that what they're thinking? Well, of? remember in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, the Kraken had teeth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It had a big yeah. sarlacc pit mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> How does that work? Wouldn't those puncture the other side of your jaw? Yeah, it looks scary. <laughs> that's that's his logic. Yeah, exactly. It looks terrifying. But as well as all that, you got this this thing, this 20-foot bulldog of a fish capable of bursts over 40 miles an hour, as I said. Wow. These, like, these things were voracious predators. Over a dozen specimens have been found to have large remains of prey still in their stomachs. Whoa. Like, the most famous example, though, is a spe- specimen found in 1952 by paleontologist George F. Sternberg, which had a perfectly preserved fossil of another ichthyodectid fish known as Gillicus in its stomach. Wow. Have you ever seen, like, a fossil, yeah. a, a picture of called the fish within a fish? This is what this is. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. And so, you know... um, his effectiveness in this fossil was 13 feet long. The Gilchus was six feet long. So you just swallow it whole. Yeah, and you can see the Gilchus. It's a clear skeleton still yeah. in there. Like that well, must have died shortly after like eating mm-hmm. it, so it didn't have time to yeah like, digest any of the bones or anything. Right, but it's in the stomach, so it's not like it choked on it. <laughs> but right, yeah, like I was. So that definitely wasn't probably the cause of death. And also the cause of death probably wasn't starvation. <laughs> so I wonder what killed it, but. They, they didn't uh, dig out far enough. They're going to find a Mosasaur skeleton that uh, had eaten that, too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, I'm waiting for is, like, the um, a fish within a fish within a fish. Right. That skeleton. <laughs> Just make a total personification of that food chain image we all saw as kids in the ocean. Yeah, exactly. What was that game that was a while back? Uh, mm. Some, like evolution or something kind of game spore spore that was it yeah <laughs> eventually i thought you became a fish and you just went around and ate more and more fish and uh, that's kind of what i pictured <laughs> that'd be cool uh yeah no well it's like qui-gon jen famously stated in the phantom menace there's always a bigger fish <laughs> <laughs> always always <laughs> yep even the fish that you think is the biggest nope an even bigger fish comes and eats it up until you have fish the size of the galaxy <laughs> exactly and then a bigger fish eats that one <laughs> And then you find out that the galaxy is a fish. <laughs> Which gets eaten by another fish. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there's <laughs> always a bigger fish. <laughs> exactly. And then you find out the multiverse is a fish. <laughs> <laughs> the omniverse is a fish. Yep, boom. This keeps going and going. And that gets eaten by a fish. Anyway. <laughs> so, Which turns out to be like a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. In someone else's, in, someone, in some hyper-advanced alien's uh, fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so yeah that's that's basically it about zephectinus like it's uh it, i mean there's a lot more to it I, I, we don't know if it hunted in swarms or anything like that it probably didn't need to but it was it was yeah. huge i mean it shared its ocean with mosasaurs late in its run so uh, so it was a competitor to it so that's pretty cool right yeah they that was i i hadn't heard of this before i was assuming mosasaurs were kind of you know out there alone and nope. dominating the seas by themselves but no there's a lot of uh there are a lot of predators running amok. In fact, that Nigel Marvin documentary calls this period Hell's Aquarium. 
Hell's Aquarium. It calls that time and place in the ocean. <laughs> Is that what we should call uh, our, our uh, time and place right now? Hell's Aquarium? Coronavirus? <laughs> Hell's Terrarium, I guess, because we're, abo- <laughs> yeah, we're above uh, the water. Yeah, there we go. Hell's Terrarium. Or just hell, honestly. Yeah, that's it's true, too. It all works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to write everyone's favorite part of the show. We rate the ML1 out of 65 million for whatever reason we like. Uh, for reasons like it beating Charizard, maybe that's a good reason. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, if Charizard got close, it go up, snap, you know, drag it right into the water. <laughs> uh, kind of like that scene from uh, Jurassic World, except you know, yeah. it's different fish, and it's a it's a Charizard instead. Yes, yeah, that is good... my favorite fish, the Mosasaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got some good fighting prowess. You know, dogs are cute, so you know, I feel like you know, it could it be does, like a. And you have a bulldog, right? Or is oh, it she's like a pit bull? Pit bull, okay, yeah. something similar. Yeah, yeah, similar. Yeah, I think she has like boxing or something, but no, she doesn't have that kind. They of all race. look the same. I'm dog racist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all those yeah. pit bull, bullish bulldog dogs—they all look the same to me. Oh <laughs> yeah, they. I, they all have that you know the kind of like facial structure. The, the pug. <laughs> the pug. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna rate it. I'm gonna rate it uh, fifty million. I think that's that's a good reasonable score. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think. You know, I think I might go. I think I go like fifty-two million. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Uh, definitely up there for sure. Seems like a, a you know somebody you don't want to mess with for sure. Yeah. Like if you need a guard fish for your moat, is what I pick. That <laughs> <laughs> way, it's not so big for the mosasaurus to fit in. I think these guys could do a good job. <laughs> That'd be neat. Yeah, I like that. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact us at Matt D at MatthewDonnCreator dot com, or you can find me on social media at MatthewDonnCreator on Facebook, at Matthew, Matthew Don sixty four on Twitter, and MatthewDon sixty four on Instagram. Uh, if you're interested in writing, I have a podcast called The Rit Wit, where two twits talk about writing. Uh, updates. Uh, I mean, it's been a while since again I record these way in advance, but I finally gotten Matt David, uh, the my co-host on that, to do an episode of this with me. I mean, not really. He did a Patreon exclusive with me. Eh, that that sort of works. Yeah, he, <laughs> where it was about Power Rangers, it was his thing. So that's the way I could convince him to do it. Hey, that works. You know, uh, wasn't there like a dinosaur Power Ranger? Oh, there was a bunch of dinosaurs in Power Rangers. It was yeah. Power Rangers, Dino Thunder, or Mighty Morphin yeah, Power Rangers. They could yeah, all turn yeah. into dinosaur robots. Nice. Like T Rex, Stegosaurus. There was a Stegosaurus. I mean, there was later on, but there was like Pterodactyl, Mastodon. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Sabretooth, <laughs> uh, Triceratops. Actually, you know, out of the five original Zords, only two of them were dinosaurs because there was a T-Rex and a Triceratops. The other one was a pterodactyl, a, mo- a mammoth, and a saber-toothed cat. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If you're interested in reading, I have a book series on Amazon called Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. Dinosaur sci-fi, that's pretty cool. I need to record... No, I was going to say I'd record the audiobook here in this studio, but you can only get eight hours a month. Uh, in this studio. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah it'd take a while, but... Yeah, yeah, no, it would take a long time. I might as well just do it at home. Yeah. I don't know, the sound quality, this, at least so far from what we hear in our headphones, is really good. It's so pretty good, like... yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Watch as I go over there, and it's like, I wasn't recording now! <laughs> <laughs> After eight hours of solid reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's it for this week, as we say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. Uh... <laughs> 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 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.